You have found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss the 76ers' reported interest in Zach Levine. We're also going to talk about since uh, James Harden was traded to the Western Conference, where does the 76ers now sit and how does it change the Eastern Conference? And Dalen Terry gets his third-year option picked up. Future superstar there. We're going to talk uh. about all that and more <laughs> right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Pat, uh, the James Harden trade went down, which we'll talk about that uh, and kind of the implications on the Eastern Conference now that uh, the Philadelphia 76ers didn't really get a lot that's going to really, I think, help them right away. But we'll talk about the plan there. Well, part of that plan is apparently the Philadelphia 76ers are hoping to use a lot of the trade assets that they got back in this James Harden trade to either trade for a star this by this trade deadline or absorb a contract uh, in the offseason that they're looking to do. Zach Levine, OG Ananobi have been mentioned by Chris Melanix. Melanix, I think is his name, from Sports Illustrated as the two p- players that he's heard that the Philadelphia 76ers may target. When you hear about that with Zach Levine, you know what the Philadelphia 76ers can offer. Do you think that that's a deal that the Bulls would take for Zach if this thing falls apart um, by the trade deadline? So Sports Illustrated just done talking about sports that matter, huh? Like yep, they just... Yep, yep, yep. They just have given up on actually, you know, trying to be a a factual sports source because this makes no sense. Keep in mind, me and you both have been quoted by Sports Illustrated within the last like eight months, so they are really looking for news where they can. You have we? That? I don't even yeah. remember being quoted by on, Sports I was Illustrated on for Bulls, and they quoted you for Bears like the next week. So <laughs> I put that out of my mind. Apparently, no. Uh, I, I mean, listen, like, <laughs> well, not. Phenomenal articles. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I really think they are elite. Now, I, I have no regulation. It's not. But honestly, um, I, I don't think that the Bulls are looking to move on from Zach, uh, no matter what kind of the situation is in, in any blow it up scenario, even right. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I think that there's they've invested enough in Zach and he's on enough of a team friendly deal that if he came to them and he was like, I'm done. I could see them then trying to find him a trade partner moving on from him. But outside of that, I really do believe that the Bulls are kind of content with having Zach Levine here. Um, Take that for what you will, right? Like whatever the ceiling is on that, I don't know. But I I just, I I look at Zach Levine. I don't know if I look at him as that concerned that he's going to go on and be Jimmy Butler anymore. But I still look at Zach Levine as a guy that there's not a ton of guys who can go out there and put up 50 uh, on a night. Now he does do yeah. it versus the Pistons kind of often, but, uh, you know, going out there and being able to put up 50 plus points is not something that you just scoff at. And that's not a player that I think the bulls are going to be quick to try and move on from DeMar DeRozan. Maybe, 
Uh, I could see Io being included in that. P. Will for sure. I mean, I almost feel like P. Will for sure now, but then like I I just don't know anymore because it's like I'd move on from P. Will, but AK probably just still loves this guy and believes he's got Kawhi potential on the other side. And every year we start, he's going to start off with one of those Bulls, uh, what was it, Bulls Outsider, whatever that little show is called that they have on YouTube, which is just AK in the beginning going, you know, we just really believe in Pat and uh, Pat's going <laughs> to be able to come out and do some good things for us and we want to see him do more. I I just, I don't, I could see them moving a lot of pieces before they move on from Zach Levine because at worst, when you find whoever that number one guy is, and hopefully you're able to do it sooner than later, um, Zach Levine's a great asset to have on the team along with that. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing is that I think... We've heard before where, you know, the trade rumors around Zach. Zach even saying this offseason, he tends to believe that sometimes where there's some smoke, there's some fire. But he also ended that by saying he thinks he's going to be in Chicago for a long time. Um, I don't think the Philadelphia 76ers can offer the type of deal that that would make sense for the Bulls. We've heard that they want two first round picks, a young star and well, a young player and a uh, and salary cap filler veteran. So like. It'd be different if the Sixers were looking to move Maxi. They're looking to add to Maxi and Joel Embiid, and because of that, I don't yeah. really see that that Zach Levine fits. That OG makes a lot more sense for them. I think both teams for the uh, the Raptors and the 76ers, that makes a little bit more more sense there, especially if they maybe want Tobias Harris. But for the Bulls, I don't see it, bro. I just don't see it. I just don't see a reason why the Bulls would want to help out the Sixers either, right? Like it's not like you're getting That's, back this yeah. great haul from the sixes like what they sent over right if you're just trying to do a flip a body's flip pretty much yeah i mean no dwight um you're pretty much in a situation here where what are you getting back norman powell and and uh who they even send over in the hardened trade i gotta remember now it was norman that was, powell marcus morris was covington um, in there yes robert covington was part of that trade as well yeah how many first round picks? KJ Martin as well. I do like KJ Martin, but he only makes like $1.8 million. Um, but yeah, that was the trade. I mean, how many picks you sending me? That's the thing. Like, like we that's the, the conversation where we start. And I'm not starting with any of the players. You sending me Norman Powell? Great. And thanks for Norman Powell. <laughs> how many picks you sending me? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, that's that's the place where you really got to start asking. And so, uh, and especially the thing that I look at too is that keep in mind that the Bulls are trading Zach Levine. That means that that is a rebuild. The, the Philadelphia 76ers picks at that point ain't going to be nothing special. Neither will the Clippers. Well, the Clippers could be because they probably are going to fall off a cliff pretty quickly. I, I don't know about that, but we'll see. Between their between their core three players, they have a, part, a, a half a good knee. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, bro, like. <laughs> Only person with healthy knees on the team is Russ. Oh man! Did you uh, see that video where Russ lost like ten grand real quick? By the way, just going double or nothing because he's trying not. to shoot that, jumpers. That sounds like a very rusty grand. I assumed it was that much, but somebody somebody mm-hmm. quoted and said that much, and he kept saying, "I do this all day." And he's like, "Double or nothing." Bet a shot a corner three and missed. That's <laughs> funny. Triple or nothing. A shot a corner three and missed. That's how. That's actually pretty funny. 
That's actually pretty oh, funny. Oh, God. Um, but and with that said, with the Philadelphia 76ers thing, before we end this segment, I also want to talk about uh, the Miami Heat and Brooklyn Nets were listed as the number one and number two odds-on favorites to land Zach Levine. I think it was by betting AG uh, if he's moved th- during the season by the trade deadline. Now, Miami, we've already kind of talked about their assets when we were talking about the um, the uh, Dame the Dame Lillard trade. But the Brooklyn Nets... Now, if the Brooklyn Nets were were to sneak in there, are they a team that you think have enough assets that the Bulls would be interested in if they try to land Zach Levine? If the Brooklyn Nets are dumb enough to send me the package that I'm looking for, I would love to trade with the Brooklyn Nets. So um, you look, you're looking for packages? I'm looking for trade packages. <laughs> okay, okay. Looking for trade packages. Got to add that clarity there. Yeah, um, but uh, no, I just. Uh, like, I, I see young potential on that team. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you. They keep bringing Cam Thomas off the bench, send him my way. Cam Thomas <laughs> averaging over 30 points per game so far. Off the um, bench. He won't, they won't start him, bro. Bro, <laughs> like, Cam Thomas is that, that, hey, that dude can outright score the ball. Um, Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I don't think that they're going to be looking to move Cam. Like, if you, and he only makes, what, $2.6 million. So they would have to have quite a bit of salary filler. But I tell you what. If the Bulls were to get involved with Brooklyn Nets and we uh we bring back Cam Thomas, I'm cool with that. I feel like I'd even take a Malik uh which Malik Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, that's what I was thinking. Uh, uh Mikael Bridges right back. Like, and I feel like that if they're if they finally realize right, Cam Thomas is their best player and they probably need to put him on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's one where can you have Cam Thomas and Mikael Bridges operating at the same time? But again, this is pie in the sky trade scenarios, right? Like if they would be willing to have those talks, I'd be interested in them because they still own, don't they own uh, a ton of picks now? Pretty much from the they, KD, they, they, Kyrie, and they, and they have a lot of picks, so that, yeah, they have a lot of picks that they can offer. I think that's the thing there, and they have the because we know the Bulls said they want a young piece back too. They have young pieces that they can offer back, fairly young pieces. So listen, the thing about Cam Thomas though is that he's six three, right, and he plays shooting guard for that team. Do you do? You, uh, I'm it, it's 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 a fine I want somebody that can put up 33 points a game. I ain't gonna lie. Now, what I will say about Cam Thomas is he did that last didn't he have a run like this last season right before they all made the trade and then yep. like he Fell got figured out and nobody ever heard from him again after that season. So I mean, you know, maybe maybe this is uh maybe this is the pie in the sky moment. Maybe he was hurt. I don't know. But uh hey, I I uh I don't think Zach Levine's going anywhere. That's how to say it's going to I mean, that's what it boils down to. He's not going anywhere. Um, But next up, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, the impact that the James Harden trade has on the Eastern Conference. But before we get into that, got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And speaking of our team, right now the Chicago Bulls on that same money line are plus five in their matchup today against the Dallas Mavericks. So if you want to get that bet in, you could net yourself a little bit more back if you end up winning that bet. So while me and Pat don't necessarily bet, Hey, we would love to see you guys get a win there. So there you go. Uh, The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, FanDuel. 
official partner of the NFL. All right, Pat. So, James Harden now is leaving the 76ers, going to the Los Angeles Clippers. He actually already reported there today. Uh, and in a trade, even though I, I like what they were able to get back with trade, with uh, draft picks and things like that, considering uh, everyone kind of knew that, that, that there was no salvaging that relationship. Yeah, yeah. So the 76ers were really negotiating from a, from a weakened standpoint. Um, but it's, it's hard to not argue that the 76ers are now a worse team than what they were. Um, how do you think that changes the Eastern Conference? Are they worse? Yeah, they're worse. I don't know if I view them as worse. So you're losing your leading guy with assist, your your second leading scorer. He hasn't scorer. been there this year at all. True, but I mean, I'm talking about from last year. I mean, I, I mean, I, season, yeah. I get that, but you had lost him already. Like he wasn't he wasn't going to be a part of this team. In the slightest, and now you got bodies that you could throw in there. Like, listen, I don't, I don't love the names, but Norman Powell is a guy that can come in and play. You know what? What he played 16, 17 minutes last last year, and still was able to put up thirteen points, something like that. Yeah, I mean, year before that, and now you know, of course, because of all the changes that happened with that Clippers team, where Rush shows up over there and all of that, right? Like he ends up getting less time in in uh, retrospect, but. I mean, like, in, in Norman Powell's a guy that was able to cook. Like, I feel like the 76ers got a little bit better um, just by the fact that they have bodies now that they can put on the floor. That, We're talking about from last year. This season has barely started. I mean, I guess from, like, like James Harden, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know, dog. I like, don't neither it, one of us really care for James Harden much, so I understand that, but, like, as it's, a player, he's a he's a very good basketball player. True. Uh, it, it, well, in the regular season specifically, he's going to fall yes. off a cliff in the playoffs every single year. Um, but I mean, you got to look at James Harden was a major part of that. Now the, the team's also changing with a, with a new head coach. But last year, James Harden for them uh, average. Uh, how much did he average? Let's see. He averaged twenty one points per game, ten point seven assists per game. Yeah. Shout out to him, one steal per game. Did he, and he did that in, and he was shooting the three pointer at thirty eight percent clip and forty four percent overall. So I mean, that is considerable production. That I don't but care see, what they even, give back. Even to that though, right? Even to yeah. that, what he did though was force a young player to not be able to be a part of the starting lineup. Now Doc Rivers is a moron for that. That's but yeah, that's he forced the young player to not be a part of your starting lineup. That young player is Tyrese Maxey. He stepped in this season and given you thirty points per game, and I want to say seven assists. Like I don't six point three assists, six point seven. Jesus rebounds. Christ! <laughs> like like. He's giving you how many rebounds? I didn't even look at the rebounds. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Considering two, like, literally, like I, I, I honestly believe Philly, and I said this when the season started. Philadelphia got better by subtraction. Also, the fact that Tyrese Maxey, and I know this is crazy, doesn't mind passing the basketball to Tobias Harris. <laughs> well, Tobias like, is also another player that reportedly wants out of Philly too. Uh, so Tobias we'll see that Harris happening. over me. Hey, but uh, hey, that's the greatest thing of all time. I'm not gonna, yeah. But since right, like uh, I mean, even with that, right, like Tobias's play has been better this season. Uh, Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. There's not much you can say about his play getting better. And now you get those bodies on the team. I actually do think that the Philadelphia 76ers are a better basketball team this season than they were last season by subtracting James Harden from the team. 
Okay. And that's fair. That's a fair. Sometimes it is addition by subtraction. Now, the question now, is. That's the fact. <laughs> now, you're, 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 now, Tyrese Maxey still started more games than he didn't start last season. I think he only didn't start 20 well, out of James, the games he James played. James was hurt. Yeah, so a good but, chunk of the season last year too. But yeah. I mean, James Harden also played fifty-eight, which is still crazy for yeah, the Clippers. Yeah. They got they got three stars <laughs> that none of them have it. played over sixty-five <laughs> games in <laughs> in literally like five years. Hey, bro. Hey, and they can't sit none of them. They're <laughs> all. Uh, they all are. Are they all a part of the? Uh, you can't sit this player. Think so, I mean, right? Yeah, because James Harden's been an All Star within. Yeah, uh, well, was like, was, has Paul George been an All Star recently? PG, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Again, he's not I don't remember. Court. It's had to be, have been within the last two years, though. It, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 tough. Hey, that's um, tough. They can't sit none tough. of them. <laughs> that's tough. Um, hey, hey training staff it'll be like. They about to Tanya Harding some of these ones. They about to just, just straight face mask, bro. Just straight face mask, just like pink. He said Tanya Harding. Hey, they these about to Tanya Harding some of these mugs, bro. They better be like, you need ten games off. Pink. That's crazy. And he swole up, didn't it? That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. I mean, and then so you, they they are now moving Tyrese Maxey to the starting lineup. He scored yeah. 20 points per game for them. Uh, they did sign Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, they still got Pat Bev down there. So, listen, Kelly Oubre Jr. also, I think, so far is averaging close to, like, 20 points per game off the bench for them, too. So, maybe maybe you're right. A great yeah. perspective on that, Pat. And, listen, I don't like them, right? Like, I'm not a 70. Yeah. It's not like I want the Sixers to be better, but, like, when I watched them play versus – uh, who did play first game? Was it Boston or was it Milwaukee? One of them, they played the first game. I was sitting there and I was like, this team's better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought that this team would be better based on the fact that Harden wasn't there in the situation. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think that they would. I didn't think that I would be sitting here like, no, they'll be able to maintain their top three status and in the Eastern feel. Conference. You, you still think they're going to be top three I, in the Eastern I think Conference. if Tyrese Maxey keeps getting everybody involved the way that he is as a starting PG, and on top of that, uh, he's able to score the basketball as well, they might be, I mean, like Boston has no depth, and now Philly has massive depth. You think they have massive depth? I mean, you got three players that now can come off your bench. You can go eight deep. That's that's more depth than Boston. I mean, has. anybody Bo can have Boston's players to come off the bench. How do you think they're going to perform, though? Well, right? I think Norman Powell. Norman Powell's a solid player. I think uh, um, Robert Nick, Covington Nicholas, is solid keep, as we well. Both keep saying Norman Powell. They got Nick. Well, did they get Norman Powell? They I, got thought, Nicholas I thought Batum. they got. Did they get Batum or Powell? It's, it's Batum. I think oh, we, both, I we both mixed up. I feel on like that we, one. Yeah. how did we mess I think, that up? I think we both dropped the ball a little bit on we've that. We've been one, eight dude. minutes into a podcast, and these mothers are like, they, could, they just said Norman Powell 17 <laughs> times, bro. Oh, oh, that's very different. Never mind. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what made it click in my brain because you're right. We both said it like 15 times. I'm just like, wait a second. It's Nick Batum. So they got oh, Marcus no, Morris, Robert no, Covington, Nick hey. Batum, and Kenyon Martin Jr. Hey, That's bro. the players that they got. <laughs> Hold on. Say it again. Say it again. Mar Marcus Morris, Robert That's Covington. That's a solid player off the bench. Covington solid off the bench. Robert Covington, Nick Batum, and Kenyon Martin Jr. 
Kenny Martin Jr. solid off the bench too. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if I don't know if I feel as good about that unit as as I did when I thought Norman Powell was a part of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I'm, hey, if I'm not mistaken, I think Nick Batum played like 26 minutes a game last year and averaged like four points a game. Probably. So I'm Nick Batum last year averaged 21 <laughs> minutes per game and averaged six points per game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a far cry from yeah, Norman Powell. Yeah, that's not Norman Powell, my boy. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know, bro. That's that's a tough changing some still, things. Huh? Now, I still, with that I said, still think that they're solid. I, I that said, Marcus Morris still double digit off uh, uh, points yeah. per game last season. Now he did start for the Clippers last season. He's not going to be starting for this Seventy uh, Sixers team, but he's no slouch. So, see, this is what doggone Woj did to us, bro. You dropping this news at one o'clock in the morning, bro, with no context. Went right back to sleep after the news <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Three, he literally took him an old man nap because he woke up three hours later and then added clarity to the tree. James Harden ain't there no more. <laughs> you know how I imagine it? I imagine it that Woes was literally drifting off to sleep and he got he, he got his source hit him up and he was like, I gotta tweet this. He tweeted it as soon as he pressed send, he fell asleep. And then he woke back up. You know, like sometimes you wake back up and don't realize you were asleep. He woke back up, didn't realize any time had passed, and went ahead and finished out giving us the information. <laughs> now you ever be, you ever be laying in the bed and you don't realize how tired you is? You like scrolling through social media and then you like wake up twenty minutes later with like your thumb holding down a tweet or something like that, bro. Yeah, like that's for sure. That's what happened to Woes last night, bro. That's, so funny. He threw us all off. We thought Nick Batum was on, or we thought uh, Norman Powell was on the team. That's on us. That's all right. We, we dropped the ball on that. Uh, I still think the Sixers could be solid. Though. I, and I do think that uh, do you they're think they can make an Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, it's the Sixers, though, and Nick Nurse. This you know true. what? I, I would say that, yes, they can make an ECF because I don't believe that Boston has enough depth. Boston's eighth player off of the bat. I don't care who, right? Like Nick, or uh, um, yeah, Nick Batum getting in the game, right? Is still better than Luke Cornette getting the last eight minutes. I mean, and that's their eighth that's, player that's, that gets tick on the team. Like it's literally like the starting five, and then Luke Cornette is getting eight to 10 minutes a game. I mean, facts, facts are facts, bro. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see, man. Um, but what are my guys? Norman Powell. We really spent 16 minutes of a hey, podcast. Norman Powell, Norman Powell. Norman Powell. That's crazy. Um, we want to remind you guys that Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. Uh, let's get into this last topic, Pat. Daylon Terry, the for the future G League MVP, got his option picked up by the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, we want to let you guys know that uh, you can follow us on everything at Lockdown Bulls. You can follow me on everything at, at The Designer. Make sure to check out Subtext, where you can text me and hey, Hayes. Email you back? He he did. He said, I'm not in the office. Like, that's literally what he emailed oh, wow. me back. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I don't care. Like, Dalen Terry, listen, you, it's like you said when we talked on the phone earlier. Dalen Terry is freaking... Um, He's too young for them to give up on. 
Mm-hmm. That's the only logical. I, here's the here's the worst part about this, and I felt bad because the tweet actually got like a little bit of traction. <laughs> was Casey Johnson tweeted this out like two minutes after Montez Sweat had been traded to the Bears, and I was like, Casey, the Bears are doing stuff right now, not right now. Like, get out of here, really. Run along, run along. You ever seen that that uh, clip from Family Guy where like everybody puts their hand in the middle and like Seamus puts the peg arm yeah, in there? Yeah, He's like, no, no, not you. Like, that's how I, that's how I felt like I did Casey Johnson on this one, bro. Um, I listen. I hope Dalen develops. He's what twenty one years old, twenty years old. Like he's a massively young player. Um, but he, he looked like he can't play ball, bro. He looks like he doesn't run well on a basketball court. Which is, I guess, let me ask you this: Does it seem like Dalen Terry has regressed, and what is the reason for that? Do we need to look at listen? We the haven't coaching seen the man play enough there. to say that he's regressed. Well, like, what what regressed I mean from what? Well, what I mean is right. Last year, remember, right? Like the Bulls got a little banged up, and we saw Dalen Terry start to get a couple of games of good minutes, and we were like, okay, like he belongs on an NBA court. He's energy. He's defense. He's fire. He doesn't look like he can shoot the three ball at all. But it seems like even from that, we're not getting that. Like, Dalen Terry literally looks like he's stepping on Legos trying to, like, play defense. Like, it, 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 he looks like he can't play ball no more. And at least last year, it was like, maybe he could be, like, a rim runner and a defender. Well, I don't know when you're talking about. So let's go over, uh, like, in, in, in November last season. I want to say it was a Bucks game that we were he playing. Played, he played four games. Over those four games, he had three minutes, one minute, two minutes, and four minutes. He averaged two and a half minutes per game for the month of the month of October. I'm sorry, that's October. For the month of November, he averaged 3.8 minutes per game. For the month of December, 4.8 minutes per game. For the month of January, one minute per game. For the month of February, he did average 10 minutes per game in the month of February. I was going to say, I know he got a game in about. there where he played. That's like, the way you're talking you see, like, I, We talked about it. February 16th, he, he played 27 minutes against the Milwaukee Bucks. He, I'm, he, I'm not tweaking. He, he went six for 12 and scored 13 points. And then he followed that up a, a week later with 10 minutes against the Brooklyn Nets and, and uh, went three of three and scored 11 points. I'm telling you, like, it, it, Listen, and I'm not saying. All I can say is that all that tells me is every dog has their day. No, no, but what I'm saying is, like, it's not a massive sample size, and I'm not sitting here yeah. telling you that that's who Dalen Terry was going to be, but he looked like he could exist on an NBA court or at I mean, least he looks a like basketball he can exist court. now, too, to suck. <laughs> like, I just. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Did you just call Dalen Terry a throat joke, bro? What? <laughs> no, no, no context is everything. Legitimately, wasn't trying to make that joke this time. Like that's crazy. Um, but you know, what does he exist to do? Here's the thing. This man lives for one thing. <laughs> but all jokes aside, if Dalen um, is a vampire for Halloween, that's a problem. That's funny. Um. The only thing that the, the way that I look at it is what you said, like he's too young to give up on yet. And hopefully now having a player development staff and things like that, the best comes out of it. But for anyone who's surprised by this is like, why are we, we why are we picking up the option? The Bulls are always going to pick up the option. Yeah. Is it a weird timing now to do it? Yeah, because I don't <laughs> believe they had to pick up the option. No. until I He wasn't like, a part of the deadline. I, I think it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's literally not until like February 15th or something like that. Like, 
We all knew you were going to pick up the third-year option, but what are we doing here, bro? Hey, bro, they said the, the Bears are making news. We'll never have a better time for nobody to care about this. <laughs> Meanwhile, we here at Locked On Bulls are we covering can. everything the Bulls do. Absolutely. But listen, here's the thing. I know a lot of people try to write players what they're going to be already too soon. It's way too soon to do that for Dalen. I understand every concern that anybody can have about Dalen Terry. I understand that. I'm not saying you're anybody's wrong for having a concern on if he's even going to be an NBA player. You say it looks like he walks on Legos. I'll tell you what, it looks even worse than that. It looks like he's running on marbles out there sometimes. This is bound to fail. Um, So, yeah. you know, let's hope that, you know, that with the development, things like that. Because last year in the G League, his G League numbers were excellent last year. So let's Facts. hope that the reps, the reps help him develop, uh, continue working on that shot. And, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what it ends up coming after. I'll tell you what, I'm, right now, currently, I'm more excited about Batim, and I'm more excited about Julian Phillips. I can say that. Oh, so. yeah, we do got Unalot Batim. I forgot about that. Exactly. Unalot Batim, OB. Unalot. Uh... Wow, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely more excited about them. Oof, man. If this team does blow it up, at least we got some players that we kind of want to look forward to seeing, but hey, we might get ugly. That's what we're saying to Dalen Terry's the starting two guard, and we're like, hey, how do we get here? <laughs> how do, how do, what happened? Um, you I'm a, like, squint, you're like, I'm sorry, is that Dalen? Is that, it, yeah. I said Antonio Blakeney. I swear to God, I said Antonio <laughs> Blakeney. Funny. I can see it. Before we go, I got uh, just to throw this in here before we leave. The Chicago Bulls unveiled their court for the in-season tournament games, yeah. which the first one is going to be this Friday against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the theme is Sea Red. They're really embracing that. I know that's always been something that we've said as fans. They're really embracing it as like a secondary motto for the team. What do you think about that court, Pat? I thought the court was lit. Uh, yeah. I thought I, I love the red. Um, I I love the fact that they got to be a lot more creative. Uh, with the court as well, um, and all the teams did it. Uh, the worst yeah. one that I saw was absolutely the Pelicans. That looked like uh, oh, the, vomit. The Hornets looked like crap to me too. I didn't like the Hornets one. I mean, you talk about the team or the? Never mind. I worry about. I it. mean, bo but, both uh, it can apply to both. There you go. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, they're not going to get much use out of that court for the end season tournament. But I thought I thought that it was, um, you know, it's very festive, seemed a lot of fun, and uh, I might actually have to go to a game to see it. I'm not gonna lie to you, like. Yeah, I might but, actually I mean, have to go to a game to see that in person. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll have to look at the in season tournament games and see because I may have to, I may have to come up and and go too because like it, it really does look. I like how they have the trophy with the Bulls logo on it. The gold on the red looks really good too. Um, I tell you what, I'm more excited about seeing that court than these city edition jerseys because Lord have mercy. I'm doing that tomorrow. I know I you're know if going I can to talk the event tomorrow. Can I talk about that? Yes, you can. Is that a is that an open event or was that a private? It's a private it's event. It's a private but event, know. but they're they're also released. It's also being released publicly that day too. Yeah, so. we'll talk about that tomorrow as well. I got to see what's uh, what's going on with that. I don't know. If I don't come home with a jersey, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> they better give you. Jersey, hey, that jersey bro. look crazy, bro. Yeah, I it's ugly. Jersey, but at least you can have it. It's ugly, but uh, maybe it looked better in person. Remember when no, we said that about bro. last year's. Last year's was just, it was just not up to the par of what we had the, the four years before. Yeah. This jersey legitimately looks like Big Kev's wife made it. Oh, no, bro. Not the yeah. Adidas shiny joint, bro. bro like, <laughs> like, it looks just like that, bro. Like, oh, the same Asian God. lady that made that jersey is the same one that made this one, bro. But, That's uh, tough. Hey, I make fresh was... for you. Uh, but okay. Than that, All right. Get out of yep. here, bro. 
We almost made it. It's been a fun run. Uh, bro, you made it a Dwight Howard joke three minutes into the show. It's okay, bro. It's all right. I feel like Dwight's free game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, like Dwight did the problem this is, is that he thought people were free game, too. Oh, okay. All right. Follow us on everything at Lotto Bulls. You follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. The thoughts of CEO Hayes are his and his alone. Uh, they do not represent Lacto. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in, man. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. Uh, I want to thank you guys and remind you guys to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're a YouTube uh, watcher, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcast Store or Spotify. You got one of them, I'm sure. Leave a review there for us. If you're on the podcast side, just go hit the subscribe button on YouTube, even if you just listen to the podcast and help the podcast grow. Before Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, and we out here. Peace. Peace, y'all. And we kind of elite. We just did 10 minutes on Dale and Terry. That's wild.